0: Welcome back to Amazing Grace here on Coast Access Radio.
1: Amazing Grace, how sweet.
0: welcome to amazing grace for another year i pray you'll be blessed by our program today my name is warren and um, i look forward to sharing with you again this year um, i will be on my own for a number of weeks but uh, hopefully at some stage we will have some company um dennis and annette have been sharing and i uh, praise god that they were able to share uh, throughout last year, um, unfortunately I wasn't because of uh, a new job that I had, but praise the Lord, I am now able to continue to share here, um, on Amazing Grace and on Two People's Radio. So we have a, um, a program for you today that's just wanting to encourage you. Um, you know, the world that uh, we live in is not the same. When I was speaking to you, um, Back in 2019, uh, things have certainly changed and not changed for the better. Um, Many people live in fear, um, but I want to address um, fear and uh, encourage you all to live by faith. And uh, that's what's so amazing about God's amazing grace is that it gives us hope. It gives us a purpose for tomorrow. Many people um, are committing suicide these days because they have no hope for tomorrow. But friends, we have hope because God has promised us tomorrow. He has promised us eternal life through his son Jesus Christ. And today we want to uh, give you some encouragement uh, to keep walking by faith. So before we go any further, uh, friends, I'm just going to um, pray. So, Father in heaven, uh, we thank you for this opportunity um, to share with the people of the Manawatu. And uh, we pray, Lord, for your blessing upon them and their families. And so, Lord, we to seek your presence and just pray that lives will be touched today, that those that need to hear the message today uh, Will be blessed, and so we ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, friends, um, I'm going to share our um, devotion today is from Second Corinthians chapter four, and I'm going to read not too many verses, but I'm going to read from verse thirteen. Down to the end of the chapter, which is um, verse 18. And the Bible says, We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to Himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. It's wonderful. That is why we never give up, though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now, rather we fix our gaze on the things which cannot be seen. For the things which we see now will soon be gone, but the things which we cannot see... Will last forever You know Paul um, Here in Corinthians Is speaking When him and the Corinthians Were under uh, persecution And so um, We here in New Zealand Are not under persecution But we are definitely being challenged Um, And as we see things um, starting to wrap up in this world, we know that that persecution will come that things will get worse, and so how can we stay sane? How can we still have hope through all of these things that are that are happening around us and so I would just like to speak to um <clears throat> in the first part that I read from verse um thirteen down to um verse fifteen. It's talking about the problems that were happening in the in the Church of Corinth, um, and to Paul about the persecution and the troubles. Um, in fact, some people were being put to death even at that particular time for being Christians. But Paul said, "Don't give up, though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day." And for me, I know that as I get older. Um, you start to see wrinkles. You start to have issues with your body. You look forward to the second coming because God is going to give us a new body. People that are young perhaps don't think like that because their body is, uh, is well preserved at that point. But for those of us who are a little older, um we lo- we'd like to be rid of some of those pains that we have. Um And so Paul says here, uh, that's why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. So, our spirit is being renewed as we commune with God through the Bible, through prayer, through sharing, um, whether it be the word or just sharing positive things with other people. Maybe our workmates, um, maybe our friends, maybe our relations. And, um, That's what, that's the opportunity that we have. Paul goes on to say, for our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Now, Paul suffered a lot of persecution, so, um, he's not speaking from something that he hasn't experienced or he doesn't know anything about. But Paul says, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. Paul says we need to look at the things that we can't see, and we can only do that by faith. Through the eye of faith, we can see the future. God has promised that Jesus will return again. God has promised that Jesus died on the cross so that our sins could be forgiven. And if we, by faith, accept all of these things, we have this hope we have God's spirit being renewed in us every day so we don't look at the troubles we can see now rather we fix our gaze on the things which cannot be seen for the things which we now sorry for the things we see now will soon be gone you know everything we see in this world is going to be gone but the things which we cannot see, which is heaven, which is God, which is our new bodies. The angels. All of these things one day soon we will be able to see. All the beautiful promises that God has given us, we will at the second coming be able to attain to. You know, the Bible says that we will receive new bodies. Um Immortal bodies No more pain, no more suffering For the former things have passed away, the Bible says So friends, while we're going through challenges You know, we look at the life of Jesus And uh, we look at the life of Paul We look at the life of any Christian Whether it be Martin Luther, um there were people that went through difficult times, but the fact was that by faith they looked into the far distance and they could see the promises that God had given them and they believed that by faith they trusted. And so friends, it is for us today. You know, we've become in New Zealand, we've become very soft Christians, very soft. And at the first sign of trouble, Many people get upset and worried. Friends, in God's kingdom, worry is not part of that. Sometimes we need to be concerned for um, our family and for situations. We're sure we need to be concerned, but we don't need to worry. Because Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But you can only claim that by faith. And so today I encourage you, friend, that by faith you accept the promises of God. And one of the greatest promises that the Bible talks about is the second coming. It's about Jesus returning. Now we know before Jesus returns, this world is going to be turned upside down. And God is allowing things to slowly but surely get worse and worse. He's trying to wake people up before it's too late. Friends, we need not only to pray for ourselves and our families, but we need to pray for those people that we love that are not walking with the Lord. The Bible says that today is a day of salvation. Friends, don't look at the problems and focus on them. The Bible says in Colossians, to look to heaven where Christ sits and to focus on those things, to focus on Christ, And so I encourage you to focus on the promises of the Bible, but to focus on Jesus Christ and his soon return. Friends, he loves you. He died for you, and he's coming back for you very soon. And what a wonderful promise that is, that even if we do die, even if things are challenging, that for eternity we will live with the Lord And I pray that today that will encourage you.
1: Inside this wall do the lonely find us there? Are we so involved? We do not hear them call. And let the lonely find us there Don't be so involved We do not hear them call
0: You're listening to Amazing Grace here on Coast Access Radio. All right, we're going to have uh, the health tip of the week. Uh, We're going to continue to do this. And um, to start with, we are going to look at, uh, as we did before, the acronym NEWSTART. And what we're going to do with that is that we are going to go through uh, all the aspects of it. But this year we're going to go into it much deeper. Um, I know for myself that when um, I became a um, – I decided that hmm, my health wasn't too good. Uh, I was putting on lots of weight and I wasn't feeling well. Um, And it wasn't until I started reading about the issues about what the food that I was doing was doing to my body and uh, lots of fat and um, sugary products, what that was doing to me. And it wasn't until I actually realized what that was actually doing to my body that, that I chose to, um, because I realized that each time I, I ate something or I drank something, What that was actually doing to me. And uh, so I then (laughs) had a much better diet. Um, You know, and I've just slowly been improving that over the years. And um, today I, you know, I'm quite healthy, and um, that's primarily because I eat lots of fruit um, and lots of whole grain products. Um, but you don't have to be a vegetarian, um, to be healthy, you know, uh, but we have to be, we have to be very intentional about what we put in our body because what we put in our body today walks and talks tomorrow, as they say. And, um, so we're going to be looking at that quite deeply this year. All right. So we're going to go through the acronym, which is New Start and, um, so the N stands for nutrition. So we're going to look at what foods has what sort of nutrition. What good foods have, the nutritions that they have and what and how they will help your body. We're going to look then at the E stands for exercise, the importance of exercise. Now everybody knows it's really just common sense that exercise is important for us. But sometimes it can be our job. Uh, it can be that we're so busy that we don't have time to exercise. But friends, I, I will share with you, if you don't exercise, one day you'll find yourself in bed or you'll find yourself in a hospital bed. Uh, it's so important to, to exercise. And we don't have to do things that take hours and hours, but we can do something every day or most days and uh, that will help with that. Now the W in New Start stands for water and it's so important and uh, statistics are out there on how good water is for us and you know most people we need about uh, eight glasses a day but that's the average person uh, we had a friend uh, who actually used to come on our radio program that was drinking eight glasses and, and because he wasn't a big person uh, it affected him and um, it became a problem So he had to cut back on the amount of water. So, you know, um, eight glasses is the average for the average person. But for some people, we need just a little less. And for some people, they can drink a little more. Okay, S for New Start stands for sunshine, the importance of that. And it cannot be overstated, um, the importance of sunshine. You know, it affects our moods. When we don't get enough sunlight... Um, and that's not so much at this time of the year, but generally, you know, as we have lots of cloudy weather, uh, maybe during the winter and we don't get much sunshine and we're looking at the importance of that. Tea is for temperance and that's just being moderate in, in all things. And it's especially in the good things, being moderate, not eating too much or doing too much of one thing, but being balanced. That's probably a good word for temperance, but just being balanced in everything in our life. You know, some people do exercise, but they go to the gym every day and it's like it just becomes their whole life um, exercise. But temperance really is just being balanced in everything. Okay, the next one is called, uh, the next one is air. A for ear. The importance of fresh air. The importance of air for our lungs. Um, you know, it's amazing that uh, if you ask a doctor or uh anybody that knows anything about health they will tell you that we need lots of oxygen um we need lots of air in our body and our blood it's important that we get fresh air and so it's important to go maybe even to exercise outside um and maybe if you live in a place where it's a bit Smoggy um, or a bit polluted Maybe you can just go for a drive to a park somewhere And then walk through there Um, Or push bike or whatever it is that you like to do Um, The next one is rest R for rest You know it cannot also be overstated how important resting is You see if we don't spend enough time resting Our body will wear out before it's time and we will find that we have, have start to have issues and problems. And especially as we get older, this becomes more pronounced. Rest is so important. Good rest. And the last one is T for trusting God. You know, some people would say um, that don't believe perhaps in the God of the Bible. They might say, well, just it's trust in a higher power, um, trusting in something greater than yourself. But obviously we are Christians and we believe in trust, trusting in God. And that's so important for, um, for the, for the balance in our lives. It's so important that it gives us hope for tomorrow. And so as we go through this year, we're going to, and so the first week I'm going to look at nutrition. I'm going to go through a number of different foods that we can eat and, and what sort of nutrition we can expect to get out of those foods. You know, if you sit down with a packet of chippies, potato chips, and eat that, um, you know what that will do to your body every 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 day or every however often you eat them. Remembering that um, eating even bad things occasionally, very occasionally, um, like for example, takeaways. um, That's just a uh, we don't say you shouldn't eat takeaways, but you should eat it very moderately once. Or perhaps at the very most twice a week, um, and those are some of the things that we're going to look at. So when you eat takeaways, what what is the nutrition that you get out of that? Uh, what's the nutrition out of eating a banana or eating fruit, or um, you know? And there's plenty of that fruit around at this time of the year. So there's, it's not a problem to get the nutrition that you need from eating good foods. Okay, friends, um, let's uh, have another song.
2: Come, when your heart is heavy laden Feeling like the joy is faded. Just come, come, believing everything I told you. Here arms that long to hold you. Just come, come, leave behind the mask you're hiding. Here is someone to confide in I know what you've done Come and Tell me everything you're hoping A father loves a heart that's open Just come Why didn't I so you could try to save yourself Don't try to be somebody else Come Believe in everything I told you Here are arms that long to hold you Just come Come, come into the joy Knowing that your sin's forgiven Just come Why didn't I so you could try to save yourself? I know who you are don't try to be somebody else Come When your heart is heavy laden Feeling like the joy is faded. Won't you come? Come Come into the joy of living Knowing that your sin's forgiven Just come
0: You're listening to Amazing Grace here on Coast Access Radio. That's one of my favorite songs, actually, to be honest with you. Um, It's a beautiful song called Come, sung by Buddy Houtling. And uh, it's really Jesus singing that song to us, Come. I know what you've done, but I still love you. I know your past. Just come to me. I love you. I created you. You know, God has put eternity in our hearts. He's put eternity in our hearts. And He wants to spend that eternity with you, friend. Once you come to Him, just as you are, broken, friends, He will change you. How can I be so sure? Because he was able to change a sinner like me If he can change me, he can change anybody Through the Holy Spirit's presence in my life My life was changed and I just give God praise and thanks And so he can change your life too friend if you will just come to him, just as you are. You don't have to clean yourself up. You don't have to say, oh, if I give up doing this or that, then I will come. Just come as you are. You know, in the Bible, Jesus used to associate with sinners. Um, in fact, the, the the religious leaders weren't happy with that. But Jesus used to mix with sinners because Jesus didn't come to save the righteous. He came to save Sinners like you and me, friend. You know, in in the Bible and one of my favourite verses too is Joshua twenty four fifteen. <clears throat> but if it doesn't please you to worship Yahweh, choose for yourselves today the one whom you will worship. But as for me and my family, or as for me and my house, We will worship Yahweh. We will worship the Lord. That's what Joshua said as he spoke to the children of Israel. You know, serving God was not Joshua's only option. He could have adopted the religious beliefs and practices of his own family heritage in the pagan land of Egypt. He could have accepted the idolatrous religion of his neighbors in the region where he now lived. These options probably looked like an easier choice than worshipping God, but Joshua had witnessed God's faithfulness. He was convinced that his Lord was the only true God and that serving him would bring victory and blessing. Joshua decided to serve God alone. He was determined to teach his entire household to honour his Lord as well. He had trusted God for victory, On the battlefield and he knew that God could also give him spiritual victory in his home you too must decide on whom you will serve an assortment of popular religions clamors for your allegiance if you come from a Christian heritage you may choose to embrace the faith of your parents or your grandparents if you did not grow up in a Christian home you can decide as Joshua did to reject the heritage of unbelief and to begin a generation that serves the Lord. If you set your mind wholeheartedly on serving God, your example will bring a tremendous blessing to your family. If you place your confidence in God, those around you will witness your faith, and they may decide to trust Him too. Choose as Joshua did, to serve God unashamedly with all your heart and And then watch to see how God blesses your family. And uh, that's absolutely true. Again, how do I, can I be so sure? Because it happened to me, friends.
1: This world is not my home I'm just a passing through My treasures are laid up Somewhere beyond the blue The angels beckon me From heaven's open door And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, Lord, Lord, what will I do? Feel at home in this world anymore. Just over in Glory Land, we'll live eternally. The saints on every hand are shouting victory, their songs of sweetest praise. Back from heaven's shore And I can't feel at home In this world anymore Oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you If heaven's not my home Lord, Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me From heaven's open door Feel at home in this world anymore they're all expecting me and that's one thing I know my savior pardon me and now I onward go I know he'll take me through though I am weak and wornwrling
0: and am to feel at home. amazing grace here on Coast Access Radio. All right, in the next segment, we want to look at uh, many people misunderstand um, God, and Satan does a very good job of painting God many different lights, which obviously none of them are true because the devil is a deceiver, and the Bible calls him a serpent because he deceives Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. John 14.9 An inscription on an early American grave reads, Here lies Lem S. Frame, who killed 89 Indians in his lifetime. He was hoping to have killed a 100 by the end of the year when he fell asleep in Jesus, and his house at Hawke's Ferry. Do you think that this gives a true picture of God? Or does it show that somebody had misunderstood his character? The proper blend of God's love and justice has often been debated. The cheap brand of Christianity pictures him as being a God who never harms anyone and eventually lets everybody into heaven. The other extreme views God as looking for every chance he can to destroy his creatures. This misunderstanding of God's character has caused some people to stay away from religion. If many had accepted what they would have been mistakenly taught to believe about God, perhaps God himself would have been unhappy. Philip said, Show us the Father. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time and yet you haven't known me? If, you, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus came to a world that was in complete misapprehension of God in order to demonstrate what the Father is really like, what he always has been like and always will be like. You see a man coming to the edge of a large crowd by a lake, he yes, leprosy. As he comes, the people fall back. But Jesus invites him into his presence and touches him and says, They consider you under the curse of God, but I will make you clean. Who was this talking? This was God talking. You see a woman being dragged through the dust into the presence of Jesus. Her accusers stand ready to heave huge rocks at her to crush her skull. Jesus says, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Who was that? It was God. His love and justice perfectly blended. You see a man hanging on a cross. He turns his head and manages to speak a few words Lord, remember me. And Jesus says, I will. You'll be with me in heaven. Who is that? That's God. That's God the same yesterday today and forever you see friends when you when you really find out what god is like it's just such a joy to know him it's just such a joy to be in a relationship with him because he's so good that doesn't mean to say that nothing will ever go wrong but as you go through your challenges and trials he will promise to be with you through those trials and challenges, and through the trials and challenges your faith grows.
3: When I see my brother stumble and all his dreams Let me be there for I to fail And when I see his heart breaking From a wrong turn he's taking Let me be there for I remember well I want to spend my life Spend my life mending broken people. When I see a life that's broken, Lord, give me words that should be spoken. For I well remember the pain. And when I see teardrops falling, Lord, Remind me of my calling. Help me restore their faith in you. I want to spend my life mending broken people. I want to spend my I want to spend my life mending broken people I want to spend my life mending broken people
0: You're listening to Amazing Grace here on Coast Access Radio. Okay, in our last segment today, I want to um, just read and just maybe share some thoughts with you um, from the life of Jesus. It's this wonderful book called The Desire of Ages. Um, And probably from the next time that I share, I will probably give you... um, some opportunities to, to get some free literature. Uh, this book called The Desire of Ages is just such a wonderful book about the life of Jesus. And uh, I'm gonna start and, and read from chapter 36 and it's contitled, and it's based on Matthew 9, 18-26, Mark 5, 21-43 and Luke 8, 40-56 called a touch of faith. Returning from Gregiza to the western shore, Jesus found a multitude gathered to receive him, and they greeted him with joy. He remained by the seaside for a time, teaching and healing, and then repaired to the house of Levi Matthew to meet the publicans at the feast. Here Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue, found him. This elder of the Jews came to Jesus in great distress and cast himself at his feet, exclaiming, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, and she may be healed, and she shall live. Did we hear faith in what he said? He trusted he had seen Jesus do enough miracles to know, That if Jesus was to lay his hands on her, that she would, that she would live. She would be healed. And so he had faith, you see, friends. That's what we need. We need to have that faith in Jesus. You know, the Bible says that God gives us a measure of faith. He gives everybody, but if you don't use it, you lose it. Like everything else in life. Jesus then set out at once with the ruler for his home. Though the disciples had seen so many of his works of mercy, they were surprised at his compliance with the entreaty of this haughty rabbi. Yet they accompanied their master, and the people followed eager and expectant. The ruler's house was not far distant, but Jesus and his companions advanced slowly, for the crowd pressed him on every side. The anxious father was impatient of delay, but Jesus, pitying the people, stopped now and then to relieve some suffering one, or to comfort a troubled heart. While they were still on the way, a messenger pressed through the crowd, bearing to Jairus the news that his daughter was dead, and it was useless to trouble the master further. The word caught the ear of Jesus. Fear not, he said, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Jairus pressed closer to the Saviour, and together they hurried to the ruler's home. Already the hired mourners and flute players were there, filling the air with their clamour. The presence of the crowd and the tumult jarred upon the spirit of Jesus. He tried to silence them, saying, Why make ye this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. They were indignant at the words of the stranger. They had seen the child in the embrace of death, and they laughed at him. Requiring them to all leave the house, Jesus took him the father and the mother of the maiden and the three disciples, Peter, James and John, and together they entered the chamber of death. Jesus approached the bedside and taking the child's hand in his own, he pronounced softly in the familiar language of her home the words, Damsel, I say to thee, Arise. Instantly a tremor passed through the unconscious form, The pulses of life beat again, the lips unclosed with a smile, the eyes opened widely as if from a sleep, and the maiden gazed with wonder on the group besides her. She arose and her parents clasped her in their hands and wept for joy. You see, friends, what Jairus, he was a haughty rabbi. He was a believer, but he was proud. And he had a misconception of God. In previous places, he had been very, um, not very generous to Jesus and spoken very negatively about him. But see, he was forced into a situation where his daughter was dying and then eventually did die. And so faith laid hold upon this man named Jesus. He'd seen other people healed. He hadn't seen anyone brought to life, but he had seen people healed. But he did the one thing that made the difference. He trusted. He had faith that Jesus could do what he said he would do. And you know, friends, when we read the Bible, the Bible is full of promises of what God can do for you. You know, the Bible is just full of promises. If you read the Bible and you lay claim on those promises, God will fulfill, as Jesus did, for this little girl when he raised her to life. Or you might be a person that <clears throat> doesn't know any Bible promises, but you have no hope and you fear for the future. Friends, Jesus will help you. Just call upon him. Just call out his name and he will come. And by faith, trust that he has come to you, friend and that he will help you just as he helped Jairus. Jairus was nobody special. You see, friends, Jesus loves everybody equally. No matter of our skin color, no matter of our gender, no matter of anything, God loves us deeply and wants to help us. But it takes faith. God cannot help somebody if they don't believe he can do it. Because God can only work by faith, and that's when you trust in him. So I encourage you to open the word, to open the Bible, to find these promises and to claim them as yours. Because God wants to help you. He wants to help everybody, but not everybody will come to him. Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28, Come to me, all you who a weary, and a heavy laden. And I will give you rest. When Jesus comes into our life, he brings peace. He's the Prince of Peace. But he brings us beautiful rest. Friends, if you don't believe me, just try it for yourself. Invite the Lord Jesus Christ into your life. Ask him to come. He's promised. And he will. If he can raise a, he can raise a girl from the dead; he can certainly work in your life, and that's my prayer for you today, friend, that you will take God at his word okay friends as we we come to the end of our time um, today uh, i I want to thank you for um for listening, and I know that you will be blessed as you listen. Um, As we share, um, I'm going to be sharing every second week And Dennis and Lynette are going to share the other week And uh, so in two weeks' time, I will again share with you And uh, just continue to give you hope um, Friends, we all need faith To trust in God Jesus said, if you have faith of a mustard seed You don't need much faith just a small piece of faith, just to say, God, I know you can do this and I believe that you will. God will do it in your life. Friends, let's just finish with prayer as we come to the end of our time together today. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for the, for Jesus. We thank you for the promises in the Bible. We thank you that while you are very misunderstood in this world, if anybody was to come to you they would find that you are a God of love the Bible says in the most well-known Bible verse for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever sh- believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life we know that you love the world and the people in the world so much that you gave up your son father we thank you and praise you for Jesus We thank you and praise you for the Holy Spirit that works in our lives each and every day. And I just pray for each person that is listening today, Lord, that your Spirit will lead and guide them. Give them the courage to claim and to call upon your promises just to invite you into their lives. Father, I thank you for this opportunity today and pray for your blessing upon the people in the two, the greater two, today, for I ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, friends, from me here at Amazing Grace, um, we pray that you will grow in grace. May the love of the Father, the grace of the Lord Jesus, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you.
1: Blind, but now I see
0: oh, yeah. Amazing grace on Coast Access Radio.